But once I read up on it, I was like, yeah, oh my gosh, this sounds really cool because it's just like lesbian vampires yeah. are cool and fight evil men. And I was like, sign me up. Talking about spooky stuff. Second about spooky stuff. First, it's nothing foremost, but sweet spookiness to you. <laughs> Kaden yes. wants to be on camera so bad. Aw, welcome, Kitten. Uh, she's a ghoul. Yeah, just like Charlie. Yeah, we'll see her as well. We are still distanced, but together in our hearts. Um, <laughs> it's because true. Of pandemic times uh, but we're continuing on with our queer horror series um which has been a delight so far actual awesome. factuals so uh <laughs> yeah it's gonna be pretty interesting um today we're talking about a really fun film that has an int- like a good message mm-hmm. at the beginning and is intersectional which is great yeah and had like these you know potential for characters that was fun yeah uh and then it and then it didn't do (laughs) what we hoped it would have done yeah it was the end ruined it but it was really fun every scene that did not have the brother in it up until that point (laughs) yeah i think like yeah it kind of it lost itself at the end. Um, what we're talking about is a film called Bit um, from 2019, so very recent, mm-hmm. and some people just didn't, you know, catch it, I guess. <laughs> you yeah. know, I, we definitely, I didn't know about it. Um, but once I read up on it, I was like, yeah, oh my gosh, this sounds really cool, because it's just like lesbian vampires yeah. are cool and fight evil men, and I was like, sign me up. Yeah, like intersectional <laughs> feminism. To the extreme. Yeah. And I was like, 100%. Yeah. All men suck. Like, Cancel. <laughs> Which is yeah. like, wow, because we date men sometimes. But <laughs> it's just yeah, like, that's eh. a flaw of any bi or pansexual person. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes we end up dating men. And they suck. Like, but their uh, other bars are good. <laughs> yes, yes. We found you know needle in a haystack um but yeah we watch bit which will tell you a little bit about it and then we will talk about why we're disappointed um i did want to start with why we love it so first bit from 2019 is a transgender teenage girl on summer vacation in los angeles fights to survive after she falls in with four queer feminist vampires who try to hide the city streets who Try to Rid the City Streets of Predatory Men, directed by Brad Michael Elmore and starring Nicole Maines, who is the first trans actress in the DC like world awesome. of, of film and TV um, in Supergirl. Oh, okay. I haven't seen Supergirl, so that'd be why I didn't know. Me either. <laughs> um, yeah, I will. So here's the thing that, so it is, it is intersectional. Right. It does have um, we have trans characters. We have characters of color. Um, We have like a 
black lesbian and we have Hispanic lesbian and then an androgynous lady and then main lady is white uh, and then other main lady is white. Yeah. Which happens, but is also trans. So it's like, yeah. ooh. Um, it's not as, <laughs> <laughs> the, the trans isn't as on the nose or commented on like at the heart of this film as much as it was for like assassination nation, which we enjoyed yeah. and, like that part of the trans, like the, um, uh, intersectionality we enjoyed because it was like, I'm going to speak on like yeah. the very specific issues pertaining to, uh, my trans identity, like things affect me. And so I now am this character who like lives and breathes this specific way. Um, whereas this character, like until like we were watching it and I went to go see, who one of the actors was uh-huh. and I was reading the description on IMDb and it, it said uh, like because we plan these well in advance so I totally forgot and so I was reading it, it was like a transgender teenager I was like wait what she's trans this yeah. whole time it did it, yeah it, oh there was it, I don't think it was ever outright stated uh no so like you kind of unless it's you read the description I don't know if you'd know uh because it, it's not, like, stated outright. You have, like, this history that's given by the brother, but it's not, it just kind of sounds like a teenager who was, like, goth or emo who had self-harm issues, uh, tried to commit suicide, stole a lot of the parents' attention. But, like, you didn't get, like, he had, like, a lot of, he was one, a very bad actor, two, had a lot of resentment. And I was, like, trying to, like, figure out why, and I didn't really, it wasn't outrightly stated, so I didn't realize that was why. <laughs> yeah. He was being such and, a jerk. And in such an awful reason to be a jerk. Yeah, no, for sure. It was definitely sure. one of those, like, oh, I didn't say anything about it, and I was accepting of it when it happened, so you owe me? Like, yeah, that is what it I came off as. <laughs> it's like, um, oh, I accepted you for who you are. Now you must repay. Yeah, I mean, so the the film starts with like a you know a voiceover and a a dig at Twilight, which is fine, and we are totally on board with because why not? Everyone should dig at Twilight. <laughs> Trash, um, for a lot of reasons, and it's but but it's kind of cheesy. It kind of reminded me of. Uh, I forget the title of it, but that one that we did where it was a film and it, they had zombies, aliens, werewolves, oh. vampires in it. Yes, that was a trip. I we, we did that on the same episode as Attack the Block. Yeah. And so it was like, it, it reminded me of that because it's like, we're not going to take ourselves seriously, um, but we're going to tell you this cool story. And so then you you get uh, like this girl who turned like it, it kind of is like, oh, she turned the love of her life and they're going to be together forever. And and then like these like really cool uh, edgy women show up yeah. <laughs> and are like, you messed up. So now we have to punish you and also murder him. And so it sets the tone of like, OK, there is a group of really powerful women who are vampires uh who are like taking care of things out here and that's super interesting yeah and i really liked that part of it i thought it like everything that the uh vampire the blonde one i forget mm-hmm. her name but everything she said i was like super on board with I, she was like very much like 
we're handle we're vigilantes vampires which is just a funny concept but like we're yeah. taking out the trash of these trash men who have used their power in a patriarchal society to hurt and take advantage of women um and we're ending that cycle and there's like this whole men already have like a lot of power in a patriarchal society but if you add like eternal life and glamoring and vampire powers they're going to twist that and like do the worst things and i don't disagree with that mentality not at all like (laughs) not at all i get the whole not all men argument but it did not work as the end for this film. Like, cause it really, it was awful. Like I was so bummed and I loved the like vampire. I don't know what they're called when they're in a group. Cause it's not coven. That's witches. Um, but like, I loved their whole thing. Like they were powerful. They were fun. They were like really insightful and like, philosophical like they were having really deep thoughts and everything that came out of their mouths was wisdom so it was just like why (laughs) can't we just let them win like why can't they just have fun like why just let the men shouldn't be vampires they would definitely do this they would definitely like take advantage of women and like, it's just messed up. I was so mad. And they have. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, like, when you're looking back on, like, the history of vampires, that's usually what it is, right? It's, like, men who are wooing a, a virginal or pure, not like other girls, girl. Predators. Um, like, I mean, like, yeah, they're a predator, right? Yeah. Like, you have Dracula. Generally, uh, back <laughs> in the day, <laughs> definitely child predators like Twilight um, in that mm-hmm. they are thousands of years old. And generally, if you're a, like, virginal woman, you are young. Yeah. <laughs> Even in older yeah, times, because you were getting married, <laughs> like, at 13 yeah, true, back true. then. So you were Ooh. a full child. And this predatory thousand-year-old man is like, I've decided this one, but we're yeah. not going to let her come by choice. No, it must be I have brainwashed her and manipulated her, and therefore she does not have control of her actions. Like, mm-hmm. I was so, like, yeah, the, the film did such a good job and then died at the end in a fiery... Blech. And I think, like, I mean, yeah, I think it did lose its message. I I think in this in this series, what we found is that sometimes the gem is just representation. True. Right? And, like, the attempt to do it, right? So, like, um, there's an article I found um, on vulture.com. Let me get the title. So it's called The Unlikely Story Behind the Year's Best Intersectional Feminist Vampire Movie by Jordan Cruciola. And they say I've um, they have quotes from, like, other, <laughs> like, interviews and stuff. Yeah. So, um in, from the advocate they have in here, I've literally never seen a gay meet cute with a trans woman like this on screen ever. One critic, one critic wrote. In addition to being a bloody good time, Bit is also a milestone in queen fem, uh, fem, queer female visibility in the horror genre. Facts. Which is like that's true. That totally like the fact that we have these powerful women and they're all very diverse too. Like they 
were unique. They were themselves. Like, you can see that there was, like, this plethora of queer. Like, there was a... Like, there's a spectrum. Like, there's different types, right? Uh Like, we cannot really put our finger on what everyone was. Like, Duke tells us that she's a lesbian. Yeah. Um, I totally forget the one black woman's name. But she is she has like a whole time and has that gay meet cute with the trans character so it's like is she pan (laughs) like and then we have our androgynous character and it's like we don't know what they're doing yeah Um, they don't really give us yeah uh or the um the the latinx character as well um who sadly like did not get any development or story or anything. Yeah. And this is just burnt to a crisp and then never seen again. And I was very sad. <laughs> yeah. I also didn't like that. She was very like, she was like a stereotype. Like they made her into a chola. And I was like, I mean, I get it. You're in LA. So I yeah. guess it's like a thing, but why? It's such a choice. Yeah. That we didn't have to make. Um, but what I found interesting in my, you know, um, investigation into it, cause like, as soon as I see like several women on screen, they're preaching feminism. Uh, I'm like, all right, well, who did this? Yeah. <laughs> like who's behind this? Who's, in, who's, who's responsible? Um, and so I, you know, looked it up and found that it was directed by Brad Michael Elmore. And I was like, okay, <laughs> we got another dude telling her intersectional feminist time. And so I was like a little worried. Um, but I found in this article from Vulture um, that Elmore gave himself a crash course in gender studies, read up on books from trans authors and conferred with friends in the trans community before finishing the script for Bit. He didn't intend to direct the film, but when producers agreed to finance his vision, he decided he wanted to see it through. And it was like intentional to have there be a trans character like he was like I'm making the story I want it to you know um kind of have like he was thinking like Lost Boys okay um and so like have that like coven style of like vampires but it's women and it's intersectional and at the core is a trans character like he intentionally wanted that and like it was passed to him, so he did it. The parts I didn't like in this interview with him in, in one of these things was he kind of describes his own struggles, I guess. Okay. And it was like he, like, acknowledges, like, I'm a white man, right? Uh-huh. But then he's like, but I'm, like, a lower class, like, lower income. <laughs> oh. Like, I didn't come from money, and so I had struggle. And I was like, no, 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 we're not going to compare <laughs> struggles like that, like, or, like, give that your validity. Like, just, like, acknowledge, like, you are a white man and you have different lens. And he kind of does. Like, he says, like, and then, you know, I never thought to look that other people have this whole different experience and that those are worth talking about and that whatever. But there was, like, this whole thing where he was just like, but I'm poor, so I kind of get it. And I was like, no, no, no. Wow. <laughs> it's like, no, you don't, because you're also a white man who got to make this film. You got money for it. And, like, I can't imagine if there was, like a trans director who had this film and went and tried to get it done if it would have gotten financed the same way. And that's like, to that point, you really do have to like acknowledge your privilege for sure. Mm. Um, But that was just from skinny. And still there was like, he put in work and I feel like it was more work um, than we got with invisible woman. Right. Like, it's more than just like asking some women, like, oh yeah, invisible man. Suck to yep. be a woman. Oh yeah, invisible man. Why did I say woman? Because uh, <laughs> it, what it's what it should have been. It should have been yeah. directed by a woman. 
Yeah, yeah. So, like, I feel like that was just, like, it sucks to be a woman, right? Yeah. More. And this was more, like, I'm going to really, like, I'm hitting the books. I'm talking to people in this specific community. And that's where it's just, like, I think, like, even though not, like, Assassination Nation, like, where there was, like, this character who was, like, I'm trans. I'm having a relationship with this character. I'm going to talk about trans issues. And I'm, like, like, still beautiful. Like, there's also, like, a power that comes with not remarking on it and just True. having them be there and like For the sure. characters knowing because in euphoria um which i just started so <laughs> but so far um there is a character that i it has not been said outright but i'm pretty sure is trans because there's like scenes where there's like injections happening or there's like they're saying without saying uh-huh. about circumstances that are happening and so i'm like whoa (laughs) like we have this trans character and we don't have to say like hello friends i am trans that's my only identity and here it is like i have that's very true and we need that representation because i think there's like such a misunderstanding of the trans community in general from like specifically people who check into the patriarchal lifestyle like our our judeo-christian is that what america is yeah yeah uh basically has made it so much that all of the media and everything that's like normalized on mainstream does not represent people of color or lgbtqia so just to have representation to have like faces to maybe make people feel a little less alien in a world that actively tries to do that is a big deal like I, I yeah. in the win that it did get as much as I hated the ending uh, is that I agree that uh, you know we just have a trans character who is existing and on like the lead of the film and like you get a little hints to that that it's the experience but you know they're just I guess normalized you know what I mean like they're just on screen and that's a big deal because we haven't had that in the horror community despite the fact yeah. that like lgbtqia people love horror (laughs) so it's definitely a big deal i and i know we had that whole discussion with horror course like no film's gonna get it 100 percent right and sometimes it is just like getting the representation getting the foot in the door and like starting Mm -hmm. the conversation which i'd argue every film that we've covered has done even if it has like shortcomings at the end yeah it's just like, it just bums me out that all of the ends so far, except for two, <laughs> so I guess like two out of half, uh, were yeah. super disappointing. And yeah. Yeah. But like it was a great three film. Out of two, three out of five were like, oh. The last 10 minutes, us. I was so there. I was like, yes. And then like, okay. I don't know if we need to talk about this yet, if we're going to talk about it later, but how problematic that they let the child predator rapist man out of his cage for why? For this awful brother who sucks. He sucks so hard. He's one, a bad actor. Two, I hated his character. He was so rude. He was so rude. It was like every time he talked, I was like, shut up. This isn't about you. And maybe that was his problem because he wanted it to be yeah. about him. He is every classic. Every white man. I mean, like, it's still about me though. My rights. I'm finally being threatened. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. We must march in the and streets to defend the white man like what (laughs) chill out sit down go home you had your time but it irritated me so hard i was so angry at him 
Yeah, and I, we'll definitely unpack in, in a few minutes the 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 ending that and why, it, like what happened, what transpired that made us so upset. Throughout, he um, sucked. That's just how I feel. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, every man sucked, which was good. Like, yeah. Because they're they were supposed to, except like I think the only thing was that we didn't like we were promised that we would have retribution, and then we didn't. Yeah. So that I think is the problem, and that's what we were waiting for. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, it made me really mad. I'm calm now. <laughs> I think, like, like mentioned, just having queer characters is honestly a win. Um, and even if you're not like being blunt about their identity, like, the, it, it, that's great. But also, I think it's a major milestone to have a trans character that is played by a trans actor. Like, for sure. We have, like, we have that sometimes, right? And it's sadly, like, exciting when it happens. Um, I mean, we're seeing with, you know, Elliot Page that people are all up in a roar because he is going to continue to play Vanya on Umbrella Academy. And it's like, why not? Like, non-trans actors play trans characters all, all the time. All the time. <laughs> so, you, like, pick a side. Pick what you want to be upset about <laughs> And then stick to it, cause like, what do you do? I'll and argue. He's, he's no can one be knows. Vanya. Yeah. No we don't one know knows what Vanya's identity is. What they want in this world. Yeah. They just want to complain. That's that's how I view society now. It's just like everything will make multiple, like millions of people. Like you've seen, this country is split almost in half between mm. awful and kind of awful but trying to be better and then just good (laughs) so like there's not enough good in this world unfortunately and the majority of the world sucks so Mm -hmm. yeah this is kind of that whole like how in assassination nation it was like 10% is good 10% is evil Mm -hmm. and the rest is just up for grabs for whichever side they want to join mm-hmm. that is what society is that is what people are going to be pissed about things all the time and they're oh like nine times out of ten the right thing is the thing they're pissed about uh yeah unfortunately or like, yeah like the just they're uneducated thing yeah i so like assassination nation um it is similar in that um there's a lot of monologues yes. by characters or conversations by characters where we feel like it's like, yes, yes, all the words you're saying are perfect. That's oh my exactly God, I the feel truth. so validated that you're saying <laughs> yeah. these words on screen. Like, duh. Like, they're like, duh, but it's like, I was, and they're very on the nose, but I was still like, okay with that because I was like, yeah, we don't get that. Like, yeah. and I, I think it's okay to be on the nose. And so there's this um, other article I read from Bloody Disgusting, which, you know, we love to, to always have um and it's a real bit and it says bit is the intersectional feminist vampire movie you didn't know you needed by bj colangelo and colangelo maybe i'm sorry um (laughs) and it says our leader's idea serves as a central conceit of the entire film the idea that men must never become vampires ever again because they cannot be trusted with this ultimate power historically speaking men abuse power and it frequently leads to the oppression and abuse of women regardless of cultural background it is this belief that assists duke laurel izzy frog and roya in determining who is deserving to be nothing more than a midnight stack for a vampire crew because Duke proclaims there are like 
two rules. Um, one is that like everything is discussed within their group. Right? Yeah. Like you don't make any solo decisions regarding turning people. And because it ultimately applies to everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's like it affects everyone. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like you're letting someone in. Now they know the secret and they're going to be doing stuff. Um, and they have to uphold like our secret uh, rules. And the second rule being you do not turn men like at all. And yeah. it's because th- she's like Duke says, like, you know, they have had this power since the history of the world. And look, look what they've done with it. Look what they will always do with it. Like, without a doubt, they're going to do this. <laughs> like, they, yeah. like, we have no faith, zero faith. And then, like, she goes on to show her story, which was such a unique, like, change in the way that this film is. Because now it's a flashback. Yeah. We see Duke in this whole other light where she is, like, a pure innocent girl who, like, tries to go figure herself out in the 70s and then gets caught up you know, and drugs and all the kinds of stuff and is like figuring out her sexuality and determines that she is a lesbian and is like happy. (laughs) She's like, this is great for me. Men suck. I had to do all kinds of shady stuff because men. And then we meet like Vlad, who is like this, you know, father of vampires classic. And he just straight up like he vampire brainwashes her. And forces her to, like, be one of his wives, which is already toxic to say. Um, But, like, she even says, like, all of a sudden I was, like, attracted to him. And there really is no way that is possible because I am a lesbian. (laughs) She's like, I know that it was not me because there's no way that I would want him. Um, And also he was, like, not very attractive. And I think maybe that was on purpose. Like, it was saying, like, just how absurd... Like, that this gross man, like, wants you to follow him. Yeah. And so then, like, at some point there's, like, this... She gets this opportunity, her and the first wife, and they barbecue him and then uh, put his heart in a box. And she starts her own powerful vampire coven with those rules um, with the intention of kind of controlling what vampires are made. And to specifically seek out problematic disgusting men who do bad things um there's a little bit of the hunt in there where she's like he was on the internet he was a keyboard warrior who was talking about like like conspiracy theories and he like you know stumbled like he has this theory that there's a vampire cult out there who's killing men and she's like you know broken clocks (laughs) even they're right twice a day right um and so uh she like kind of offers him up and Like, there's so much of that in the film where it's like, don't men suck? And, uh, like, Laurel totally agrees. Like, she's had that same, like, like, she's more or less okay. Um, Like, we see her at the school party. She has a fine relationship with her parents. She has a best friend who's this boy who's, like, obviously, like, has some feelings for her. Some dude says something to her at a party. Um and then she goes on a trip to see her brother. And so, you like, she seems, like, pretty fine. Like, there's, like, he talks about how they had all this struggle before, but you don't really know that. Yeah, she definitely her. seems fine. I also thought the best friend was gay, but I might be wrong. Oh, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe you just cared about her. Yeah. Either one. Um, I wasn't sure. But, yeah, you have, like, this, like, nice, she seemed like she had a okay high school experience. It like, it seemed like men suck. She wasn't about them. They clearly did not get that. 
And as I guess any weird high school experience goes where I guess like nowadays you don't have that as much because the fact that like there's a spectrum of sexuality that exists is more Mm -hmm. widely accepted depending on where you are obviously if we're in like the deep south maybe not but in Philly (laughs) uh, working with middle schoolers it was really cool to see just like how open and like accepting of each other they were comparatively to when I was growing up and I was like it was starting to get better, but we weren't there yet. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you definitely get the sense that, like, she had a positive. Her parents are, like, very cool with her, which is what you get, but you don't get this backstory that apparently things weren't good. Yeah. I think, and I think that speaks to Gen Z, because that's who they are. True. <laughs> and because like like we said in Assassination Nation and what we found in like what I found even in Euphoria is that one Gen Z scares me as a millennial because <laughs> I'm like they're, they're so lost and broken and like over it. Like they just do not care. Yeah. Like the world is so bad. Like we had like a little hope. So we tried. <laughs> like they're like, there's no use in trying. The world's going to like we are we're handed the worst part. Like our future sucks. And we just kept trying. But the Gen Z's are like, we're just going to have fun. We're <laughs> like, just going to we enjoy it, life. Whatever that it's, is. It's not going to end well. So I think like that's a big part of Gen Z. But also like there is like a, a naturalness like to loving each other and being accepting like they're far more accepting because it's just like in the mainstream because it's like it's good that us millennials suffered (laughs) to like get that stuff out there and to be you know a generation that was like you know snowflakes and whining about (laughs) you know having you know representation on screen and doing all that because now we can have uh young people who just know that just know that those things exist and are cool yeah so yeah. it's like I think that's a really great part of this film, um, but let's get into what made us mad because so with all that like all the things that Duke says and the way that this coven is kind of working of you know fighting bad men and you know just doing good stuff yeah um, they and it it goes on for a while where it's uh-huh. like you just see like you can see Laurel's heart isn't in it she like doesn't want to kill people. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, that's fine. Fair. Uh, she never did. <laughs> she just wanted to help them. You go from not killing anybody to like killing people. I'm sure that's an adjustment. And I yeah. feel like, okay, vampirism comes with a significant amount of power. But like, I feel like people also like aren't jumping at the chance to like live forever and watch everyone they care about die. Like, cause you can't yeah. turn everybody. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, it's not, it's a big choice. Um, to make and the fact that like I did like that there was this illusion of choice where it was like they said there was a cure Mm. uh, even though that meant they were going to kill her Uh, yeah I thought that was interesting Um, but yeah I get where you're coming like it's like not killing people at all to having to kill them to survive which arguably everyone does anyway because we live in a capitalistic society in America (laughs) Yeah, and like, um, sorry, Charlie is. <laughs> I hear the meows and it's great. Okay, um, yeah, and like, Duke is kind of rude about it. She's just like, get with it. You should just start killing people. What's wrong with you? Why aren't you killing more people? And 
<laughs> she's like I, I sorry i can't do this um sorry to disappoint or whatever and like there's some contention there right um and besides that we don't like they don't abuse it too much but there is this idea like there's a little sense of of problem like with you know with great like uh absolute power corrupts absolutely right so yeah. duke does have this absolute power and she like will eat the heart a little piece of the heart a little sliver of the vlad guy and she gets a little bit of his power and she also senses him a little bit and she's the one who like kind of decides like everyone has to report who they want to turn except her she can do whatever she wants yeah and like there's a lot of that where it's just like this is not a democracy. <laughs> like Duke is it's still. It's like a myth of a democracy, essentially. Yeah, and so like there's there's some problems in paradise. Like like it always happens, but uh, we get a big problem when you know Laurel's been kind of selfish. Like she is dealing with a lot of her stuff and totally like neglecting the fact that her family is concerned for her or that her friend is troubled. Like it's. I mean, like. That he's not your your responsibility, but you could have a little compassion for this yeah. person who relies on you. Like you're, you're his only person, and you're just out there. And I get it; you're going through some stuff, but like you can't just disappear, like yeah. and not expect people to be upset. Um, but she is like she does that, and uh, her brother kind of calls her out on it, and then goes on this whole rant about how. Like, he was so good because he didn't hate her for being herself and, like, didn't hate her while her f parents did. And they had to go to therapy and they had to work it through so that she could be accepted for who she was. And he's such a saint for yep. allowing that and not getting in the way and letting it be all about her. Um, <laughs> and so, like, he just – and it's, like, so awful and gross. And, of course, she gets mad and she bites him. Yeah. And now he's, he's – turning into a vampire he's gonna die and so she like rushes to them and they're like well there is no cure so he has to die <laughs> and she's like well no it's my brother i have to turn him and i was like but you don't we just though. were told that like men with power are gonna be corrupted and do gross things and it's like he wasn't even a vampire and he was already being pretty gross yeah like he didn't show us at all that we should trust him with power <laughs> like he proved to us that we really shouldn't. If anything, he very much gave me girls don't like nice guys vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, it was super cringy. I really just did not like his character. Like he, <sighs> he just really gave off. Uh, girls don't like nice guys. So I'm gonna become an incel and mm. basically eventually like just hate women and that's that's the energy i got from him i could be wrong uh but no, I, I got that he he really just cringed cringy like i just was not a fan of him and i don't feel like like okay she loves her brother cool that's fine but also it's like what if he doesn't want to be a vampire like that's a very big choice and like Yes, I understand how you got to the point of biting him. But it's just like, it feels like if you made the choice to become a vampire, I get it's hard to kill people, but that's a responsibility. And like, I guess it's whole like, who am I to decide who lives and dies? But like, mm -hmm. even but with just, that you You've made that decision too. Yeah, like you're still responsible for that choice that you made when you bit him. And like, 
you only got there because you refused to do what you had to do Mm -hmm. as a vampire person. Like, did you just think it would be fun? Like, it can't just be fun all the time. Like, you're literally a monstrous person. Like, you, at that point, have to make your choice because you have to kill people to live. Like, that's just what it is. You've become a vampire. Vampires aren't, like, nice guys. (laughs) Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they're trying to eat people. <laughs> so. And she, like, he, she got to make a choice, right? And she had said no and then had turned around and said, like, and chose yes to save them, right? But he never got a choice. She just bit yeah. him and then she was like, I made a big mistake. I can't live with this mistake. You have to fix it and, up, like, upend your entire value system that, like, is like connected to your personal trauma of life you have to throw that out the window and take care of my mess yeah because i got mad like and i can't control that i'm a vampire right and it's like that's on you but i think the the big thing was like and i get family right but it's like one he was gonna die eventually yeah, like in life. he's a person. Uh, and, <laughs> but also, like, I'm not saying, like, let him die or whatever, but it really was, like, I mean, vampires have to deal with that. Like, why yeah. do you get everything? Yeah. You know, like, why do you get to do this? But the the problem was uh, that in her desperation made this decision that she was going to awake the first bride, who was punished from the beginning, yeah. to, who was then going to awaken the vlad dude who was then like gonna enchant them again like it was like what so you yeah so not only do you want to turn a man which is like one of two rules we have of bite club (laughs) right and yeah yeah you want to do this and then you want to release the guy who's the reason we have this rule (laughs) like like what and she like comes back and like fights and like she does like do it but it's still like and then she's like punishing Duke, but I really like, okay, you made a mistake. Who are you to say that Duke is to be punished that way? Yeah, like like, Duke was not the equivalent of the other dude. Sure, maybe a little glamouring happened here and there. That's now that they know, like, that's a discussion that you have. Like, she seemed Mm -hmm. like she could be reasoned with. You know what I mean? Like, they had been friends for however long that they have all been vampires. You know what I mean? Like, there was this, like, camaraderie that existed in this group. And I, like, it just did not, the punishment did not make sense to me because, as you said, like, she was literally just reacting to her trauma. And, like, Mm -hmm. that's not an excuse for bad behavior, but most of her behavior was pretty good. Like, she was doing not horrible things. She was making the best of a crappy situation. Uh, in the fact that she's now a vampire now. Like, at least she was taking out bad people. And I don't know. I just feel like she shouldn't be punished because this awful man, like, raped her essentially for a very long time and forced her to marry him. Like, it just did not seem like an appropriate uh, yeah. reaction. Yeah, it's not equal. In and it was way. very much like the ending was just like, not all men. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Ugh. Like the ending was all the stuff that Duke said is wrong. Like, which wasn't because, true. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was saying that extreme, and I, I get it, like, extremes are bad. Any extremes are bad, right? It's like, 
you know, I'm sure, like you could kill some women too, because I'm sure some of them are awful. And we're also, you know, victims of, you know, toxic masculinity as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's still like, there's all people are bad. Right. It's like, um, but I think like having it be that way and punishing Duke at the end that way, instead of it being like, all right, you were ruling them. You need to learn that you were making the same mistake. Not the same mistake, but like a similar one and that you were. Yeah lording over us and instead we're gonna have a democracy now where we all do this and like you're gonna be one of the peons and we're this is actually gonna be a team effort and we're gonna like discuss what we're gonna do and you know like you also got corrupted to some degree but it's like this woman like opened up (laughs) like all her stuff to this young girl and she just like stepped all over it yeah it was like well my toxic brother is more than like means more to me than your trauma. And so sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> and that yeah. like just sucked. Yeah. The ending really was like, none of what Duke said was real then. And like, there's like a lot of lines that really stuck with me. I remember one was like, you know, they, they make women monsters. So we might as well be that. And I was like, that's so true. Like in the horror world, like making, you know, commentary on that is that monstrous women exist. Like (laughs) women who have power and sexuality and who don't fit like you just like think back to the beginning of what marriage was. Mm -hmm. It was a way to sell a woman to make babies to keep men in charge. Like you literally Mm -hmm. sold women like that's what it was yeah (laughs) and then he's doing the same thing you paid someone to take your child yeah and rape like that's literally what marriage used to be um and that's what happened to her and like the fact that that wins at the end like that that he got out like sure they kill him whatever but like that it was like a moderate, like we're just gonna ease into feminism. That we're not gonna like <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're it's a little dip much. in a toe. Uh, <laughs> you're doing way too much. Uh, I've decided you have no right to be so angry, despite like all of history oppressing women. Like you're yeah. being a little too angry. Okay, like <laughs> yeah, it was just the worst and. I just really, it just seemed very much like, yeah, it was just like a moderate's view on what we should be doing to change society. It was definitely very much not all men. And that bummed me out so hard because it just really seemed like a empowerment. Like women finally saying like what needed to be said, as you said, like they make us monsters, so we might as well be monstrous. And there were a lot of really great quotes that, stuck out and we're all from Duke. Like she said all yeah. the great stuff. Uh and then to just like stomp on her. Like sure she did yeah, something wrong. But that's not radical. Yeah. It was it was a big bummer. I was big sad. Yeah. It like yeah, it totally took the wind out of our sails because we were like, oh yeah, this is great. Like there's parts of it that are dull and like For dragged sure. on. The whole first part was did not need to be there we didn't need it we could have just hopped right into her being a vampire like i would have got it yeah um like the whole party and her driving and then being second like i did not need that and it was kind of weird uh there are some weird angles too in the film shots yeah and some of the acting wasn't great like you said with the brother he's not a good actor but like 
Yeah, it just, that message, like, seemed to kind of take away the whole message, which might be because, like, might be affected by the fact that it was written and directed by him. Um, in thinking, like, oh, you can't be too mad. <laughs> like, yeah. and it's like, why not? Why can't we have films where we're just that angry and that we prevail? Yeah. It's the same, like, the same, like, the fact that, like, and I hate that I always bring it up, but in Get Out, the fact that you feel excited when he's, like, murdering back all of these white people <laughs> like when yeah. he's like viciously attacking them you feel gratification because it's like there's so much pain and vengeance that are is is in that it's not just you kidnap me right it's like this is history that you like yeah. this is everything compounded and so it's like why can't we like why do we have to censor our pain and our grief and our our need for revenge it's like it's not like i get it's toxic but like they're vampires. They're already toxic. Like, yeah. we can accept that. And I could be, I would be fine. I'd be like, oh, villains gonna be villains? Love it. Like, you know, like, yeah. we don't need to make them, like, what are they doing now? They don't save the world? Like, everyone becomes a vampire a now. It's a great, fun, fun old time. Everyone becomes a vampire now. Not everyone wants to be a vampire. <laughs> you have to, who yeah. are you eating then? Who does? Yeah, like, she said, like, what? I want everyone to be a vampire. Because then... We, then people wouldn't judge you or something like that and i was like no 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 like everyone is people like everyone's human as far as they know and we hate each other if you think we just switch to a different like there would just be like war we still hate I, each other yeah <laughs> and we would all die because we have no food um and this jerk her brother is like i want to kill myself and she's like no you can't and i was just like are you, you're so rude like i get like because you're a vampire or whatever but like you like judged her and had that whole argument about how she was going through stuff and like had to get therapy and was like tried to kill herself with pills and you judged her for that and now you get turned into a little stupid vampire that's like powerful like it's not even like that people don't love you for who you are as a person yeah. like who <laughs> don't love you for your identity and don't understand you like it's literally the worst like and he's just like i just just I got the smallest amount of trauma and, and terror, so now I have to just end it. And I was I like, get are it. you kidding me? He gets it, Gabe. <laughs> he gets yeah. it. You know, he's he's experienced a little bit. So he understands all of it now. Yeah. Yep. So that's it. And that's kind of kind of how <laughs> I think I felt when I was reading that interview with that director when I was like, so you're so, you can't. This, we are not the same, my friends. Like, like yeah. our, it is. There are too many levels to this. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And I mean, oh, it's no. all. I guess it's the whole like you don't want to invalidate someone's trauma because it's all they know. And it's like mm -hmm. I've I've been True. there, but like you grow and you learn. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. It's not the same, my guy. And that's okay. You gotta like take a step back and like acknowledge yeah. that it's not the same. It's not a trauma competition. That's yeah. what we all need to. <laughs> I've learned not... to accept that it's okay. Like, it's probably a good. About it's it. good that you did have to experience such hardships, and it's not a contest. If anything, just work extra hard to make the world a better place because that's all we can do. <laughs> yeah, Yo. we hope. Well, what a time. It was just, it was fine, I guess. I, there were definitely positives. I'm going to give it, it was a fun time until the last 10 minutes where I wanted to burn everything. Yeah. And, it, you know, at the end, there's a tease of, like, 
maybe we'll have a sequel. And I, she's like, I promise I won't get pregnant, which is cute. Um, <laughs> because like, in the fourth one or whatever, because of Twilight. Yeah. And so, like, maybe if we got a second one, we could repair that ending because then we could see what happens to, to Duke and what's become of our vampires that we were getting attached to and maybe get some character development. Cause even though this is intersectional and the trans thing, we still did not get any voice for the people of color. <laughs> so uh, like she was there as a love interest and she was cringy cause she was just gonna eat her. <laughs> like She didn't care. And then when they were like, I like that though. I was like, eh. <laughs> I, well, the only thing that I didn't like was like, <laughs> they're like, she's going to, we're going to turn her now. And it wasn't like a love story. It wasn't like that she wanted to turn her. It was that Duke wanted to turn her. And then, like, she's just like, well, you're here now, so you want to give it a shot? Because you're still alive. I thought you were going to be dead, but you didn't die. So So how about it, right? Um, And we didn't hear anything about her. And, like, I feel like that – or any of the other vampires. So if we got a sequel, I think it would be cool to hear about, like, what – all of their stories were and why Facts. they are like vengeful and i think that would be great so i i, think, I also like, think there's probably more than four vampires in the world uh, yeah so yeah there, i think there's more to see in this world for and sure and hopefully you know people will watch it and get the nuggets that we got out of it you know yeah. and at least in the beginning and, and i think it did a lot of work and i think it like we said you can't get all of it right but they got a good deal of it right. Like, I think yeah. just being there and just saying the things that they were saying and it was fun and it was colorful. And I just think, like, it needs more. So, like, why not? Let's do a sequel. Let's do some more <laughs> then, films. That would be great. I, yeah, it's great. Let's just have more films. I think that's the goal. And goal is just to have more and more and more content and films with different representation than just white people uh, and white uh cisgendered people like having mm-hmm. new things that have not get, been given the proper shine um yeah in the past so i think obviously not all of them are going to be perfect everyone is human just happy it exists uh and we'll yeah. eventually get to the like once we keep making steps we're gonna get some really amazing things uh, yeah, once the people future. see that they like it, right? Like, that yeah. clearly there's a want and a need for it. So why not keep going? And then, you know, we're only the only way to go is up. And we're already pretty up there. Like, I think I, I did enjoy this film. I think it is. Yeah. It was fun. Um, it's not my favorite in this series. Nope. And we're going to find out what that was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was, um, I enjoyed it. It was, yeah. it did not, like, it made me angry a little bit. But I was so much of it was like made me happy that facts. I was like it's fine. Actual facts. <laughs> like, I was like, for oh, sure. I can't get anything. <laughs> like I can't get it all, so I'll just yeah. settle for what I have, and it's yeah. fine. I loved um, it until that point. I agree. So it was, it yeah. was fantastic until then. Yeah. Well, with you know, with that being said, you know, we're getting somewhat of a we get some intersectional femininity here. Woo. Uh, so. Don't get married. They'll eat your kids. They'll eat your kids. Um, or, you know, your kid will turn into a vampire. And, and turn eat your their brother. And you're like. Yeah. It's an option. Want. You know, let it happen. I don't know. If my son was that, <laughs> was that guy, I'd be like, we need to go back to therapy. We missed one. <laughs> <laughs> we missed one. We should. We have to fix this other one now. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, All right. next Bye. week is our last of the series. So hope you enjoy it. See yeah. you next week. Bye.